When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wow, Matt. Fellow adventurers, once again, we are with Sir Crokington. And we are going to visit the city or town. Is it city or town? I'm sure it will say so right here. Which isn't. Yeah, it's a city. The city of Mergsbrough. And... Random number generator has told me the adventure I do is Tobrin's Trouble. You learn that a local paleo merchant may have cause to fear for his life. Let us start the adventure. Here we go. While paying a visit to the magistrate, he tells you that a friend of his, a paleo merchant named Tobrin, came to him just this morning with a troubling and perplexing issue. I had little time to devote to his, ta- to his tale, says the magistrate. It seemed rather fantastic at that. Is he left claiming that he felt his life might be in danger? If you would pay him a visit, he would certainly have set his mind certainly have to set his mind at ease, and mine as well. I would consider it a great favour, Sir Crokington. You tell the magistrate that you will gladly pay a visit to his friend. The magistrate tells you how to find Tibwin's place, and you set out for it at once. You meet Tibwin Southsetter inside his small shop that sits between several large warehouses down next to the wither. He's at first sceptical of your arrival, but when he learns that you've come at the behest of the magistrate, his mood completely changes and he quickly apologises. Forgive me. You'll forgive me, I beg, he says wearily. I haven't found sleep in almost three nights. Tebrin tells you he's a paleo merchant by trade, who buys the bounty of the local harvest and ships it down the wither to buyers in the southern reaches of the kingdom. When you inquire about the nature of his trouble, he sighs deeply, as if he's reluctant to tell you a story. He places them places both hands on his hips, nods, begins to lay it all out. You learn that the trouble began three nights ago, when he saw something while working in the storage cellar below the shop. Something he scarcely believed at the time. Something he wished he had never seen. Tibrin tells you he'd been in the cellar, organising a few paleo shipments for the next day, when the eerie feeling was being watched came over him. He turned around, quickly, only to be horrified by the sight that confronted him. Standing only ten feet from him was what what can only what he can only describe as a hulking 
human-sized Wackman. Hmm, Kogali, I guess? I mean, we have seen them all over the place, so... Could just be one of them. I mean, that is the most likely explanation. Unless there's another species of Wackman wandering around. Like, Dire Kogali. Or something. Or... It's a shapeshifter. It was no Kagari. Oh, okay. Not that. Not that, then. He says. And I know they are certainly real enough. This was a savage beast. Perhaps less human than Wat. And nearly as wide as an ogre on his shoulders. Okay. Something new. You listen with great interest as Tiburin describes the creature as having an unmistakable foul odour and a mouth full of jagged teeth from which thick yellow ooze dripped. What, some sort of mutated Kogari? I mean, is there anything in Tyson that can mutate people? Because obviously nothing nuclear has been discovered yet, but I guess some sort of incredibly high intensity magic could do the same. I froze in utter terror, he says. And the beast just stood there, staring at me. Then, as quick as all that, he turned and slipped into the shadows and was gone. Tiburin told you that he was afraid to mention the horrifying encounter to anyone, for he feared they might justifiably think him mad. However, he did ask his wife and his clerk, a man named Tamnar, but neither of them had seen or heard anything. You learn that Tamnar has left town on a series of business errands, and he was quite glad to get away from the shop. The whole incident sat quite badly for the poor fellow, comments Tibwin. He wouldn't admit it to me, of course, but he was positive, positively terrified by the story of what I had seen. At his wife's urging, he went to see his friend the magistrate, and he says now that he's glad he did. You don't seem terrified in the least! remarks with some degree of amazement really can't know what your presence here means to me do you think you would have a look down there you tell Tebrin that it would be best for you to spend the night in the cellar and see what comes of it he agrees with a good deal of relief and after a hearty meal with him and his wife you descend the the ladder into the cellar of the stop for what you feel is is likely to be a long and lonely vigil and maybe a big fight at the end. You briefly explore the cellar and discover the only way in and out of it, other than the stairs leading up to the shop, is a set of wooden doors that lead out of the small, lead out onto a stall, small stony landing at the edge of the villa. The opening covered by the doors is quite wide, and you quickly surmise that it is used to move shipments of paleo out of the cellar and onto witherborne vessels. You settle down in a dark corner of the cellar and begin your watch. Well, at least I'm tiny, so it's not particularly cramped, and it's easy for me to hide. It's just after midnight, when a sudden sound in the direction of the ladder startles you out of a light slumber. Through the gloom, you can make out a tall, lanky figure carefully descending the ladder. When the figure reaches the bottom, but turns briefly in a direction. Based on the description that Tebrin gave, gave you, you estimate this must be the clerk Tamlar, but 
wait a minute. He's he's supposed to have he's supposed to be really far away. You are well concealed in the shadowy corner. Tamnar takes no notice of you. He backs up the ladder for a moment before moving off behind a stack of cracked paleo. After a few moments, you hear the wooden doors that lead to the wither's edge slowly creaking open. In an instant, you hear the murmur of several voices and the sound of more than one pair of feet stepping into the cellar. Suddenly, a vicious, glutteral snarl makes your heart skip a beat as a sinister, lurking shape. Hulking shape looms out of the shadows on the far side of the cellar. You stare in disbelief as the hulking shape moves up to stand at the base of the ladder leading up to the shop. It is the very Ratman that Tibwin described. A foul odour reaches you, even at this distance of over two dozen feet, and you can plainly see the creature's charred lips drawn tightly over a mouthful of jagged teeth. A thick, yellow ooze runs from the corner of its mouth and drips into its hairy torso. Save for the rhythmic rising and falling of its chest, the hideous beast remains still at the foot of the ladder. Several voices could be heard, talking in harsh whispers from behind the stacks of crated paleo. Alright. Alright, I can just step out of the shadows and make my presence known. Or remain in hiding and watch the events unfold. You know what? Make my presence known. Whatever they're doing, they want it to be secret. I have I don't know how this big rat monster things into it but we'll find out you boldly step out of the shadows and stride towards the rat man the horrifying beast turns to face you and snarls viciously but does not make any attempt to come at you <clears throat> must be uh scared well I would be if I was fighting me Okay, seize your initiative and attack the vicious white beast, or hold your ground and assume a defensive stance. Well, attack, of course. Attack! Attack! And when you can't attack anymore, attack some more! You leap forward and attack the foul beast. The vicious rat man claws at you savagely. It's a vicious rat beast. Alright. Time to fight it. It's gonna kill it. That's the only option. The bat, bat beast snarls as it claws at you. And it is slain. 6xp. With your final blow, the fat rat beast vanishes into thin air. You realise it was nothing more than a elaborate illusion. Was it some sort of Scooby-Doo plot? You know, where you're make up a scare you have a scary monster exist so you can do crimes and possibly crooked real estate deals in the wake of your victory a great deal of commotion erupts from the other side of the stack of crates and you move quickly in that direction to see what it is you step around the corner of the stack and witness four men and the clerk Tramnar in the process of moving several crates of paleo through the open set of doors into the stony ground next to the river. You're just stealing stuff! In the instant you have formed a conclusion. These men, with the aid of Tibwin's trusted clerk Tamar, have been stealing his valuable store of paleo 
and somehow creating the illusionary Ratman as cover. Apparently thrown into panic by your defeat of their clever illusion, the three men scramble, scramble through the doors. Three of the men scramble through the doors and disappear into the night, followed closely by the fourth, around whose neck dangles a faintly glowing amulet. Hmm. Ugh, I would like to get them. Abandoned flat by his cohorts in crime, only Tanvar remains. Without uttering a word, Tanvar draws a knife and steps menacingly towards you, perhaps testing your resolve. When you show no sign of losing, losing your nerve, the stender clerk drops his weapon and breaks for the ladder. You run him down just as he reaches the foot of it. While you're determined to only render him incapable of escape, Tamnar draws a small knife. Small knife and swipes at you with it. You sense that he is not a trained combatant, but that he would not hesitate to slay you if he would guarantee his escape. Alright, Tamnar. And, yes, he's a thief and a liar and a deceiver. And he's going to get what's coming to him. Okay, I can subdue him, so... I don't want to, you know, hurt him. So I'm just going to use a telekinetic blast. You strike your foe with a devastating blast of telekinetic energy. For 24 damage. And he just flies into a, a nearby wall. And he's knocked out, presumably. You have subdued your foe. One XP to telekinesis because he is very, very weak. Because he's just a normal guy who just did crimes. Tanvar slumps to the cellar floor unconscious. A quick search of his body turns up a pouch of gold. Seven gold tokens. You move over and secure the doors leading out to the wither before climbing the ladder going to alert Tibrin about the startling turn of events. ...to him the events of your cellar incursion. He is dismayed to learn that Tanvar was involved in the plot to loot his precious paleo. He says he will send for the authorities at once. It's just unsettling to know they were prowling about down there, he says. But any fool would choose wreath thieves over a whack beast. Illusion, you say? Incredible! The, the grateful merchant hands you a cloth sack containing a good amount of gold. 100 gold tokens. Well done again, Sir Crokington, he says. Give my regards to our friend the Magistrate when you see him next. And that is the end of that adventure. And he gets 16 XP to General. Because this is a very short very early quest so the XP rewards are rather small because before in the early quests you didn't level up as much because you didn't need to level up as much the magistrate is glad to see you and listens as you fill him in on the details of your latest adventures he tells you between dealing with the daily events of the growing with a port demands of the Wither Guild. His time is all but spent, and I shall leave you to your business. Alright. 
Now there's other I've got to save now. There is other things going on. Now, since I'm already in Mergspril, I might as well do some more quests here. The North Vale Cooperage, nothing to do there yet. Lost, Lost Crown Inn and Tavern, let's go there. The Lost Crown, as clean and respectable as any tavern in Mergspril might hope to be, is a favourite haunt of travellers passing through the Witherport. The tavern's keeper, Gilborn Sirhorn, in an effort to retain his establishment's largely prestigious reputation, employs a, a pair of broad-shouldered men and a swordswoman by the name of Jystar. The mere presence of this fearsome trio serves to keep out much of the undesirable local element. The crown, as it is known to those who frequent its crowded common room, is usually thronged as soon as the sun sets. You've heard rumours that Gribbon crafts elixirs, which he then sells to adventurers. Converse with Gibron Sulheim. Gibron Sulheim, a retired soldier, is nearly as large as the many employees to keep the peace in his reputable establishment. The white-haired, kindly man speaks with you for several minutes on a variety of subjects, and is quite interested to hear about your more recent adventures throughout the kingdom. When you finish your account, Gimborn continues to eye you closely, and he's waiting for you to uh, waiting for you to ask him something. You've heard rumours that Gimborn crafts elixirs, which he then sells to Avengers. Well, let's ask about that. Ah, I figured you'd get around to that, he says, winking. I'm quite afraid I'm cleared out of them, though. I don't know when, if ever, I'll be able to get what I need to make them again. Perhaps I can come up with a new concoction. We shall see. You nod and tell the tavern keeper you'll stop back some other time. See if he's had any luck crafting more elixirs. So, previously, you could get elixirs here that boosted your stats, but that was many years ago. And I think it's been forgotten about. Okay, what else... What else is to say there? Converse with Jista. Jista, a short, thick woman with braided black hair, places her hands on her hips and sighs as she relates to you an account of her daily struggle to keep the undesirables that flood Mugspur out of the tavern. Nice to folk know that folk like you would visit our little spot, Sir Krogingen, she says, eyeing you curiously. You sense that Jista is attempting Determine there's more behind your visit to Iron Crown than you've made apparent. Nope, 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 just just finishing off the list. Leave the tavern. Nothing more is happening there. And it'll prob and honestly, nothing more probably will happen there. Okay, adventures for this location. Here is the Wither Guild where you can get the Wither Guild the Wither Guild, what is it? Next thing. The Wither Guild medallion, which lets you go to the Wither Guild in Poems so you can sell things. Oh! Oh, something to identify. At the end of. So, at the end of the second quest in Dragon Quest, in Dragon Waff, we got an. We got an. We got an amulet 
This is, is the Amulet of Quietus. Also 16 XP to Arcania. Let's have a look at it. Alright. It's got 4 Milo waiting, 8 Stamina Points, 2 Neville Reserve, and 2 Aura. You need to have 60 Lore to equip it. Somehow. I don't know how that works. How you have to... How it works. Do you just... Just go boom, boom, boing, boing. Get on my neck. <laughs> or something like that happens if you try and equip it when you have 59 law. Something like Maybe. I don't know. No one's ever tried because no one's ever wanted to risk the possible breaking of reality. This is the amulet. Here's the description. This is the Amulet of Quietus, an artifact that is believed to have belonged to an infamous adventurer and necromancer, Bungudar. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The amulet, which hangs from a thin chain, is crafted out of a thick piece of silver carved into the shape of a skull. Two hollow eye sockets have engorged into the front of the piece, lending to its eerie fissures a grim, almost sinister look. You received this amulet as a gift from Lyrock from Breck after you rescued two missing miners from Storm Shelter Cave. Lorak told you that the amulet was given to him by his father and originally it belonged to his great-grandfather, Brugmarth, who was the first of the Fumbrecks to come into Dragonweth and just start taking over. And now who, who precisely, is Bringwadar? Bringwadar, already a proven adventurer, a renowned woodsman, and an accomplished thief, in his middle years... The legendary Bungwinar turned his attention to the dark art of necromancy and readily mastered the sinister magical discipline. Huh? I get it, I get it. Bungwinar is known to have possessed the Sword of Blessed Night, a powerful weapon forged ages ago in the fire pits of Hunarin, and once the very blade wielded by the renegade demon lord Kinjoek. It's not known how Bingwar came to possess the sword. As legends have it, the sword of Bingwar, the sword Bingwar, so prized, began to take possession of him, what all reason was replaced by malice. 
Soon after acquiring the blade, Bungadar formed an army of mercenaries and conquered a small portion of southwest Tysa. He set himself up as king of this new territory and took his throne in the ancient ruins of a castle. The kingdom that Bungadar ruled would last less than a month. The Tyson army crushed the entirety of his forces in a single battle, a battle in which Bungadar himself was slain. Little is known of the history of the sword of Blessed Knight from that point onwards. It is believed that the weapon has passed into the hand, different hands over the years since Bunganar's death. It is also believed that evil and destruction has followed the sword into the hands of its possessors. Yes, no doubt the sword is probably looking for someone strong enough to actually keep their kingdom. Okay, there's links here. Oh. Hornoim. Hornoim, a realm of flame and smoke in the grim depths of the Nevelus, is a world those charred plains of, are riddled with broad, fathomless pits of fire. Many objects of great power have been forged in the fires of Hornoim. It has been speculated that a time corridor exists between Hornoim and Zalthmore. Uh, so we can have, so we can get objects with two weird types of magic in them, perhaps. And Kinjorak, Kinjorak, a demon lord hailing from an unknown realm deep within the black reaches of the Nevelus. Kinjorak waged a long and bloody war against the greater demons that had created him. The human-sized Kindurek, whose strength, the legends say, was equal to two mountain giants, forged a weapon designed to slay his demon overlords, the very beings that brought him into existence. The weapon became the Sword of Blessed Knight, a fearsome longlord, the longsword that ended the life of hundreds of demons in Kinjorek's quest to destroy the wickedness of his masters. Kinjorek was ultimately slain by Jolueth, for there are some accounts that claim Igrueth, Igtheon himself, killed the Wenegay demon. Upon his death, Kinjorek's spirit is said to have escaped the Nevelus, taking with it the Sword of Blessed Night. It is believed that King Jorek's spirit hid the weapon somewhere in Swift, in Swift, hoping to someday return and reclaim it. Hmm. This looks like someone who would be an ally against the demon. Although he is a demon, so probably have to keep a close eye on him. Not sure if he's good or just an enemy of the enemy. We really can't tell. Because all the events happen deep, deep in the Nevelus, and we're only getting tiny little slivers of the story that got all the way out here. Oh well. And that's it identified. Okay. And now, well, since we've done one adventure with rats. Well, rats in quotation marks. 
Let's do the next one. The Wat Den. This is an Oakenstone mask inspired adventure. Do you if you search if you search through my episode list for Oakenstone, you'd find out how that works. And it's by the mysterious and elusive VWK. And the description is you thought you smelled a whack. Start the adventure. Could be normal or scaled. Now, I'm pretty sure I did this before, but then I died. So I'm going to do it on normal. Embark. Early one autumn evening. The trader's den. Tavern. Lugspool. The man you've came here to speak with. The behest of the Thane's agent. This Thane being Thane Poland. Rises from the table. And casts his withering gaze. Over the surly band. Gathered in the tavern's main room. It seems your stealthy effort. To acquire the information necessary to expose a wing of thieves has been uncovered. The black-bearded fellow, his lips curled into an exaggerated sneer, turns back to you and claps his hilt hand to the hilt of his sword. You're asking a lot of questions, he snarls. More than I'm willing to answer. I don't know your game, but I don't like being played for a fool. The lone bearded man seems about to speak when he suddenly lowers his head and his entire body shudders violently. Only seconds later, when he again looks up at you, you're horrified to be staring at the fiendish face of a Kogari as the half dozen men seated nearby leap to their feet. The white man draws his sword and hurls itself at you in a vicious, frenzied attack. This is a Kogari Wogue. Begin combat. He slashes you with his blade. I stab with my stabby stab. And slain. 5xp. You step to the side and watch with mounting horror as all six of the remaining men, I guess everyone who isn't, wasn't a WAP, has ran away. Rapidly undergo transformations identical to that of the man now lying dead at your feet. Snarling viciously, the half-dozen Kogari swarm towards you. Now fighting the first of them. Begin combat. Kogari Rogue, one of six. Sashes you with his blade. I stab. It is slain. Five XP. The second of Kogari is immediately upon you. His dagger flashing wildly as he attempts to cut your throat. Two, two of six. Slashes with his blade. And is slain. I mean, presumably some of them could be gals. Probably wouldn't. Probably know where we could really know. Begin combat. The guy slashes you with his blade. They did a savage attack for about 10 damage. 5 XP. The fourth Kagari bounds over the bloody remains of his slain companions and attacks. Slashes with his blade. And slain. You twist to the side, narrowly dodging the lunging attack of the fifth Kogari. The vicious Ratman snarls a curse as you adeptly counter his assault. Kogari Rogue, five of six. 
Whew, I do a special as a sudden surge of energy overtakes you, and you lay three impossibly swift blows upon your enemy for 21 damage. And it is slain. 5 XP. The last of Kugali, having apparently lost his nerve, turns and rushes towards the tavern's back door. You have only seconds to prevent the murder murderous creatures escape. Okay, picking a number. Bonus of 39. 20 from agility, 9 from body, 10 from luck. I've got to get 60 or more or get away. Pick now. 50. Failure. You leap to the top of the nearby table and spring forward in a desperate bid to cut off the fleeing Kogai's route of escape. Unfortunately, you land awkwardly and just short of your target, and the white man danish, dashes out of the door and disappears. As you turn to survey the world, well, eager to determine if any more of the savage creatures are present, something hard slams into the side of your head, sending you sprawling. Well, I guess it also slams into a lot more of me. 30 damage. With your ears winging and your vision somewhat blurred, you stagger to your feet and immediately find yourself engaged in a brutal fight against a mace wielding Kogari. And I guess that mace is what does knock me, almost knock me out. Begin the fight. Swipes to you with his mace. I do a special for a damage with two impossibly swift blows. The enemy deals you a devastating blow for 25 damage and it is slain. 5 XP. Revolting. Gurgling sound erupts from your foe's mouth as the dying Kogari slumps to the floor, clutching at his throat. Stepping past the slain creature, you suddenly find yourself face to face with two more of the Wackerman, and the first is the dagger wielding Kogari. Stabs, I stab too, it's a stab off, and it is slain. 5 XP. The second of two Gagari snarls as it lunges at you. Your sword poised to strike as a sword wielding Kogari. But just because your blade's a little bigger doesn't mean you're not gonna be dead. Deals a savage blow for 10 damage. And now it is slain. 5 XP. The interior of the trader's den is littered with the bodies of the slain Kogari. As you warily scan the room for any sign of intimate danger, your gaze falls upon the tavern keeper. The short, pudgy, middle-aged man stares in horror at the carnage strewn about his establishment. Realising the man may well have been involved with the Kagari, you boldly demand you explain the presence of the Matman. A Watman. Or a put Watman. Or spend. Repent. Quest that serves to send him into panic, babbling incoherently. The tavern keeper rushes behind a long wooden serving counter and fetches a veil of dark green liquid. Before you can dissuade, he brings the bottle to his lips, nods in your direction, and swallows the green liquid, green fluid. Within seconds, he slumps to the floor, dead. Whoa! Those white men must be. Really scary. Presumably they have... Presumably they have someone he cares about hostage. And if, if you know there, if he reveals, they die. 
that that's presumably what they can do or they've done some sort of mind control you know minor just a little trigger or something phrase who knows I'm, I'm leaning more towards the hostage thing my humans are a loyal lot snarls a low voice from somewhere behind you you spin around and lock eyes with the particularly large Kragari, standing on the far side of the womb. The sinister Wap Man, a sword slung from his belt, casually adjusts his level armour as he slowly shakes his head. You made a mistake coming here with your questions, he says, his eyes dar darting about the womb, across, the, across which are strewn the blooded remains of his kin. Tell the Thane we're here, and in larger numbers than he could ever imagine. Our allies won't be persuaded, bought, or threatened. Our time is coming! The Kagari suddenly holds up his white hand, revealing a thick black wing fitted onto a tip, claw-tipped finger. Almost at once, a wave of negative and neverwent energy washes over you, buckling you to your knees as it threatens to overwhelm your defences. Okay, I can... If I had shadow magic at 60+, plus, I could use it, but I don't, so I can't. I could just attempt to withstand it, or I could use fortification, which also has to be at 60+. plus. I'll do that. It succeeded. 16 XP to fortification. Despite the debilitating intensity of the attack, you manage to channel your power of fortification. With great strain, you erect an invisible barrier that shields you from your negative energy assault. Clearly frustrated by the turn of events, the Kagari lowers his hand and curses. With starting agility, the Kagari leaps onto the one of the long tail at the centre of the womb and splints sprints along its cluttered surface, rushing towards the tavern back door. You only have split seconds to prevent its escape. Okay, I have options. I have archery. I could have shadow magic. I have telekinesis. could charge after him or let him go. I'm going to use telekinesis. Succeeded. 16 XP to telekinesis. You hurriedly channel your magic and project a powerful blast of telekinetic energy at the fleeing Kogari, striking him square in the back. The force of the impact knocks him off his feet and hurls him headlong into the wall. You immediately rush over to where he lies sprawled out on the floor. You're startled to discover the Kogari is dead. With his head resting at a near impossible angle to the west of his body, it's immediately obvious the white man's neck is broken. Make a quick search of the body and discover the following. A well-crafted longsword, and a sturdy dagger, and an unidentified black steel wing. This thick black steel wing is flat on two sides. I'll take it, and I have to identify it later. Hopefully in this episode, but maybe in the next. Or maybe it'll be forgotten for a few episodes. But if you keep going on, keep watching episodes, I'll eventually get around to it. 31 gold tokens as well. Through heartened that the Kogaru is unable to make good his escape, 
You realise you now have a great deal to discuss with the Thane's agent. More than you ever suspected you would. Every suggestion, indication suggests that Mugsprawl has a serious whack problem. As you prepare to set off, eager to report the incident in Trader's Den, you content yourself with knowledge that you not only survived, but triumphed in an extremely perilous encounter with an enemy both cruel and savage. The notion is as sobering as it is reassuring. And that finishes this adventure with 384 experience to general and 34 experience to all skills and powers. And that adventure doesn't unlock any other more adventures. So, presumably, whatever the wet men are doing, they're just going to keep doing it. Which is a pity. Anyway, time to identify that thing we found. Using Arcania at level 75. Using your skill of Arcania, you look through the items you're carrying to identify any that are currently unidentified. It's a wing, the unidentified black steel wing is the wing of sorcery and 16 XP to Arcania. Alright, now let's scroll down and have a look at it. Wing of sorcery. Alright, it gives you one Neville Reserve, two Aura, and one Mind. It's a very low level wing. But. I think this is also a low-level quest, so if you do this quest early, you might just you might just use that wing. But most people won't be using it for long or at all. But it's a unique item, so nice to get anyway. This black, this thick black steel wing is flat on two sides. Alright, we've passed 40 minutes. And there are other encounters here, but they don't really fit. Because I'm going for a rat theme. So, let us save for now. And next time, I guess we'll do some other adventures in Mexico. But until then, farewell, fellow. Adventurous. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.